Hi, my name is Katie, and I'm calling for a question regarding my oldest daughter, who is about to turn six. She is in kindergarten this year, and as I'm sure you know, kindergarten is a very big transition, big adjustments happening over here. Um, at the same time she started kindergarten, I also had my third daughter, a new baby, entering the home. Um, and overall, um, I guess my question is that my kindergartner seems to be having a lot of outbursts and meltdowns at home. Um, she seems to be a hairpin trigger, just full of really big feelings. Obviously, a lot of life changes all happening at once. And my husband and I are just really struggling on what to do to help support her. Um, she has a hard time falling asleep at night. I know she's exhausted, but she just keeps replaying her day. Um, so she's probably not as well rested as she should be, but we're just not really sure how to best support her through all of these big changes. So I would appreciate any advice you might have. Thank you very much. All right. So how do we help our child through major life transitions and major life changes, right? Are we, our child is showing us that they are struggling emotionally through their behavior, uh, and which commonly manifests in emotional outbursts and meltdowns. They're showing us that they're struggling. And now we as parents are like, okay, I know that they're struggling. I know what is triggering this. But how do I help them through the stress, right? How do we get through this season of life? And how do I support and connect with them? Which I love this mom's question. Again, <laughs> this just shows you where your heart is at, right? Your heart is in connecting and helping your child. And I love to see it. I always love to see it. <laughs> um, so that's what we're going to dive into today's episode. Really quickly, if you are looking for more parent coaching, more guidance, and support more community definitely join the waitlist to my private parent coaching community the mom sisterhood um, you can go to the mompsychologist.com forward slash sisterhood to join the waitlist um, I only open the community a couple times a year so definitely be on the lookout for um, and join the waitlist so you're the first to know when it opens. But that is where I uh, do my parent coaching, where I'm answering questions like this one um, all day and so, so often, right? Um, so anyways, let's dive into this mom's question. And this question really is a question about stress, right? Um, your child is showing you that they are stressed and kids manifest their stress through different ways. A common way that they show you that they're stressed is through their behavior, whether that's be, um, being more defiant, being more resistant to your instructions or having more meltdowns and more tantrums, more intense feelings. Feelings. That's a sign of stress. It can also look like regression where they have mastered a certain skill and now they're starting to regress or take steps backwards. Like let's say potty training where they're starting to have more accidents than usual. Or they're starting to suck their thumb when they haven't done that in months. Or they're starting to have baby talk 
or different things like that where they've mastered one skill and they're regress regressing that is a sign a common sign of stress in kids uh, another common regression can be through sleep right where she was once a, sleep, a good sleeper or they were once a good sleeper and now they're having trouble falling asleep staying asleep a lot more tantrums at bedtime that can also be a sign of stress and I love how this mom said you know it's kind of has a compound effect right where your child starts uh, struggling with sleep and then their behavior is also struggling right because they're tired they're exhausted they don't have <laughs> that uh, cognitive and emotional capacity because they don't have um, the sleep that they that they need right and so it just kind of has this compound or or um, cycling effect if you will and so again this really is a question about stress of course I don't know this this parents um, situation uh, specifically but if I had to guess it would it sounds to me like stress and this mom has identified some triggers right starting a new school is very stressful for little ones I like to equate it to us starting a new job right it's, it's, it's exciting there's new people and all of that and it's fun but it's also very stressful and it takes a period of transition to get acquainted to um, their new settings and their new teacher and new peers also um, she is welcoming a new sibling which is also another huge stressor um, so step one is and this is what I'm gonna there's so many things that I can talk about when it comes to the I um, the area of helping our child through stress but I'm gonna speak more to this mom specific question because uh, her daughter is six so around this time uh, little ones have pretty good verbal communication and pretty good uh, memory and self-reflective skills that they can kind of remember some of the things that have happened earlier in the day reflect on it and talk with you about it so really and this really starts around four five six where children can have more of these communication skills of course every child is a little bit different um so and unique uh in in how they develop skills but um i'm willing to guess that this child is at an at a space and capacity where she can talk with her mom about these things and so that's going to really be my number one recommend recommendation is to find a time when both you and her um are calm and connected so start with playing with her one-on-one -on -one. I would you know get down on her level follow her lead and just play and kind of you know warm up a little bit connect uh, engage fill her love cup if you will and then um when you guys are both calm and connected find a good time during the day to have a conversation with her about what you've noticed and so step one would be just simply noticing without judgment uh with her so pointing out you know i've noticed that um you've been having a lot of intense strong big feelings right like sadness and anger and fear right and you can mention some recent examples of you know i remember when this happened and it looked like you felt like this do you remember that too what was going on for you, right? So basically the, the first step is just to open the conversation, to notice out loud with her these emotional storms, if you will, 
with her and, and and without judgment this is the most important part right we're so we're not saying oh my gosh just the other day <laughs> just the other moment you just flew off the handle and you went zero to a hundred right like what was going on right okay that's coming from a place of judgment right where she's gonna clamp up she's gonna get defensive um and she's not gonna want to talk to you it doesn't feel safe so really this is about noticing out loud without judgment wow i noticed that earlier today this happened and and this is how it looked like it made you feel did i do i have that right what was going on for you during that time do you feel like talking about it right so you know you're just kind of warming her up and starting this conversation you want to be having these conversations ongoing so if you haven't had these types of conversations with her it might take a lot of um just planting some seeds in the beginning of just noticing out loud and talking through that before we can actually do some of the other following steps (laughs) so just keep that in mind too that we don't always need to accomplish everything and go through all of these steps that i'm going to take in one conversation that would be a lot think of these conversations as ongoing okay ongoing conversations that you'll have once a day a couple times a week Um, And you want to really read their cues and create space for them to talk, okay? So it's less about our agenda (laughs) and more about creating an open space where she can talk and process through what is going on for her, okay? Because we know in our adult brain, okay, she's stressed, so I want to open it up, right? I want I want you to know I see you. I want you to know at the end of the day that I know what's going on for you, right? And that I want to understand more and that I want to support you and I want to guide you through this. I don't want you to feel alone in your feelings. And so we're going to do this when you're calm um, and you do this work um in the moment, which I talked about in the last episode, but there's so much good work that can happen outside. I also want to caveat this by saying that, um, there's so many ways to process emotions and that sometimes for some kids, it's too much to do this through words and through conversation, right? That, um, there's other ways that work better for them in processing emotions. I'm thinking of art. Art is a wonderful way, uh, and, uh, to process and help kids express their emotions. Um, and so think about that as well, that there's other things too, that you can help her and other coping skills and strategies that you can try to help basically what you're doing is helping her see what's going on for her process through it label those emotions make sense of it uh express them and then find you know kind of work through this season of her life if you will um okay so step one is noticing out loud And just you mentioning this, right, just you noticing can be extremely helpful, right? That's all that might might happen in the conversation. And you're like, what? I don't really feel like I did anything. I don't really know if this was helpful or not. I want you to know just noticing without judgment that you see your child and that and communicating very blatantly that you're here to support them and that you're not judging them for the feelings that they're having is extremely powerful and healing for kids just to be seen for 
where they're at in life, <laughs> right? Just like just like us, right? We all want to be seen, right? We all want to be heard. And so when it, if somebody can come to us and say, wow, I, I know that you're having a hard time. I can see it. Um, and I'm here when you're ready and when you're willing can be so helpful. And we might just say, okay, thanks. But in the back of our minds, we're like, oh my gosh, like that was so thoughtful, right? That was so nice. I'm not quite there yet, but I really appreciate them just even just showing up for me. That's the same for your child. Okay. So after you've noticed out loud, the second step would be again, and these are like the one and twos, right? These kind of go hand in hand is to invite them to open up, right? We want to create some space to open up. So this is not about us kind of just spearheading this conversation and talking and talking and talking and talking and <laughs> kind of talking at them, um, and trying to fill up the space this is about noticing without judgment and then opening up the floor right um do you notice that too can you tell me more um and again sometimes your child will clam up sometimes they won't be ready sometimes they won't have the words to describe how they're feeling and that's okay you're not on the wrong track um, but you can open up this conversation and I want you to be open to listening more than you're talking, right? So don't try to fill up the space with all these, <laughs> with all these things. I want you to start that conversation and then create some open space, you know? And so for this particular situation, asking about school, I know you just started school not too long ago, or even if it was months ago, how's it going, right? How are you feeling about it? I know that this is a huge change. I remember... <laughs> and I don't know if you remember or not, but I remember starting kindergarten. I will never forget my first day. One, because I was on the, uh, I was on the detention bench. <laughs> I was that kid. Um, but, uh, I'll never forget starting uh, this, uh, new school where we had to read and we had all these different rules, um, that we didn't have at preschool. So kind of identifying with that part of yourself, if you can kind of remember some of that, like I, and telling your child that, right? Like I remember starting kindergarten and it felt stressful. It was very exciting and very fun to meet new people and be around new and have new friends and learn new things but there was also an element of like fear and um just unknown right or and just change right and change is hard is that how you kind of feel uh how is it going for you how is you know whatever like ask some open-ended questions or the siblings same thing right um i'm the youngest so i can't really relate but i, I guess i can relate to my <laughs> my sister not op welcoming me with open arms <laughs> at least so i hear <laughs> But just know that's common, right? That like, it's hard to adjust to new siblings, right? And it's, it's hard to feel like, oh my gosh, here's another sibling that I've got to fight for, for attention, right? And it, you might feel like, oh, that's so silly. I give you attention. I give you that one-on-one -on -one play. But to a child, it's, it's scary. There's a lot of unknown and change is hard. So coming from that place of, oh, I know, sister can be so annoying sometimes, right? The crying can feel overwhelming. Uh, just having somebody new in our home is overwhelming sometimes. Like, do, is that how you feel? Mama's a little overwhelmed too, right? <laughs> Uh, so, you know, just kind of creating some lightness around it, creating some just, I see you, right? Um, I want to, I want to know what this is like for you. I'll open it up and kind of share what I think it might be like for you. But really, I want to know from your perspective, what it is like, the good, the bad, the ugly, right? I just, I just want to know. I want to understand that right there is therapeutic. Okay. That right there is connection. 
That right there is the work of just listening, right? I don't need to fix it. We can just kind of connect together and just like, wow, this is a hard time in our life, right? Um, And then step three, and again, these are not things that you need to do all in one conversation. This might take a series of conversations, but it is about problem solving, right? That's what you kind of want to end with is what can you do to help yourself get to sleep? So I'm thinking of this this specific mom's question about like her sleep is off and she's struggling with falling asleep. Noticing that, I notice it's hard to get to sleep lately, right? What can we do about that? What will help you fall asleep? What will help you relax your mind? And letting her know like, when I feel anxious about things, when I feel nervous, I have a hard time falling asleep too. And what helps me is listening to some calming music. Maybe you can um, add some calming music to her room or add some um, storybooks, audio storybooks, or add a oil diffuser or a different nightlight or a different um, snuggle toy, right? That she can pick out and like, okay, this is going to help you through this season. This is a hard season, right? But basically what you're opening it up for her, since she's at an age where she can do a lot of this work, um, is inviting her to think through and problem solve what will help her through these difficult moments. And some of this will take trial and error, right? She might not know exactly what's going to help her. And so you try different things. Uh, One coping skill that my daughter does, uh, she's five for context, is she will draw and color in her room. um, And I will invite her to draw me a picture or whatever that she can share with me in the morning when she's having a hard time falling asleep. And that really resonates with her. She loves doing that. So you know, every child is different. So you'll just kind of, a lot of this process is trial and error is you're not going (laughs) to very rarely will you find one thing once and then that works every time. Sorry for the beeping. I need to change my battery. (laughs) But anyways, um, so you want to just work through that problem solving. And the biggest recommendation I have when your child is stressed and going through a hard transition is to make more time for one-on-one play. And this is uh, where you get down on the floor with them and you allow them to take the lead during play and you just follow their lead and play whatever they want to play. And you connect with them through play. I'm a huge advocate and fan of play and I'll have more episodes coming up soon about play. And we will be doing a play challenge, okay, which I'll share more details coming up soon. But play is a wonderful way to help your child through stress, to help them connect with you, help them process what they're feeling, help them put words to what they're feeling. A lot of the times the toys that they use, I want you to think of those as their words. So this is helping them, even though it doesn't look like it in our adult brain, this is how children um, communicate and how they work through their big feelings and problem solve. (laughs) So don't underestimate play and make time for you guys to connect during one-on-one play. So at least 10 to 15 minutes a day um, where it's just you and her and maybe you switch off parents, right? Every other day, whatever. Just try to make some time for that one-on-one connection as much as you can. This is gonna help during this season of life so 
much. Um, and some other tips around, you know, stress um, and helping our child through stress is just being there. Again, just knowing our presence is often more than enough for kids and is really what they want, right? And that kids don't always feel like talking about things. And so you might go to do these conversations and you're like, oh, what gives? Like, it's not working, right? Um, don't force it, okay? So kids might not be ready to talk when you are ready to talk, and that's okay. It doesn't mean you leave. Um, and so often they might, you know, say, eh, I'm not ready for that, but, you know, maybe let's go play or let's go read a book together and connect with them more on that level. That would be really, really helpful. Um, and, you know, limit stress overall when when possible. Avoid overscheduling them. Create more downtime, more quiet time. Um, just more space in their schedule to play. <laughs> um, and to relax, especially during difficult transitions and seasons um, and then involve her as much as you can in the process of making decisions a lot of the times when children are under stress their life feels so out of control so finding ways that she can take some control as much as possible throughout the day can really help add some predictability and add some agency which helps her uh, manage her stress and just be patient <laughs> I'll just leave you with this just be patient this process could take months um to you know overcome and work through so the more that we're patient the more that we allow our child to just work through all their messy feelings in their own time frame the better um and the more we can just let go of our agenda <laughs> let go of our timeline let go of oh my gosh okay i had these conversations and we problem solved what's going on right this isn't working just remembering this is their process of course we're drawing boundaries around unsafe or aggressive behaviors but the all, feelings are always your child's process to control especially when it's about you know life transitions and changes that um, it can take months to fully um, go through and then you know a couple months from now they might be dealing with some other kind of transition you just never know so just try to be patient meet your child where they're at um and just give them lots of grace and love and connection. Don't forget about that one-on-one -on -one play. So important. Um, and I hope this, this was helpful. Huge shout out to my podcast family. Thank you guys so much for leaving a rating and review on my podcast on uh, Apple. That really just helps me out in terms of just making sure that the podcast reaches as many families as possible. And again, join my waitlist if you're interested in more private uh, or parent coaching, I will say. Um, the Mom Sisterhood is a wonderful place to get more community, feel more connected to other like-minded moms, and also to receive more coaching from me throughout all seasons of your child's life. Um, it's ideal for kids uh, 10 and under, um, and you can join the waitlist by going to the mompsychologist.com forward slash sisterhood. I only open up the private community a couple times a year, so make sure that you're on the wait list so you don't miss out uh, when I reopen it again. And if you would like to submit a question for me for a chance for me to make an episode similar to this one, uh, just sharing my thoughts and recommendations, then you can call the number 916-581-0177 and um, you can ask your question. <laughs> All right. That is it for this uh, episode. I hope that it was helpful and I will see you in the next one. Bye.